what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Friday, April 23rd, 2021, episode number 674. I'm Will. We got Mark, Pat, Wes, and Bubba producing. Um, and uh, I think we're making a Hard Factor crypto. Is that what's happening, Pat? Oh. You've been looking into that? Yeah. No, I put, I put a lot of work into it between um, a couple hours ago when we first talked about it and now. But yeah, <laughs> the idea, guys... You figured it all out by now? I figured it all out. There's a Hard Factor crypto coming. And uh, I think it's going to be... I know you guys are going to hate this. Uh, it's going to be um, kind of like a communist thing where you can own a piece of us. But it'll oh, be capitalist, too. Can, can we make it as hard to get as SafeMoon? Yeah, SafeMoon's so hard. But, dude, honestly, it, that kind of worked out in my benefit, how hard SafeMoon is to get. Because by the time I finally mm-hmm. bought the thing to transfer to the thing to buy the thing to transfer to the thing, SafeMoon died. Hey, guess yeah. what? We'll talk about why a lot of things are probably tanking later on in the buzz. Also, shout out listener Allison. She got married, got her husband a sweet master's green jacket. Looked very nice. Congrats. Uh, yes, yeah, congratulations. Congrats. Uh, today's observations, it's April 23rd. It's Lover's Day plus Movie Theater Day, which is a pretty mm. good combo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a Friday, no less. Guys ever made, there is. Guys ever made love in a movie theater? Uh, no. no, just heavy petting. Yeah. yeah. Close enough. Good enough. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stuff coming up. We got stereo. Oh, we're making our <laughs> return to stereo today. Uh, I'm, what time is it going to be? And who's on? Crap five shoot o'clock, five and... o'clock at f- someone's five o'clock. Someone, some, be a mystery guest. Sometimes on five o'clock. It yeah. is going to be 5 p.m. Eastern, Central, Mountain, or Pacific. That's right. And it will be two of the four Hard Factor hosts. That's yeah, correct. big time. Twitter, Twitter, hard, at Hard Factor News on Twitter to stay up to date and find out when we're going. And Stereo, if you, if you follow us on Stereo, you'll be able to see when we schedule it tomorrow afternoon. You'll get the notification, yeah. and we'll post yeah. a story on Instagram, at Hard Factor News also. Um, what else? Oh, the Yuri interview, dropping this weekend. Make sure you check that out, because Yuri Talachko is an electric factory. Also, PFT Commenter finally making his way back to the pod next Wednesday to talk Fat Boy Summer NFL Combine. So that's what's he's, coming up. He's got some big shoes to fill after Yuri. You don't, you don't want to be the guest after Yuri. No. I mean, there's no, no chance. <laughs> no. He lives what's he going to say? <laughs> <laughs> we should uh, just make him watch Yuri's interview. Yeah. That'll be his appearance on the show. Well, he won't, he he, won't come on the show if he, he sees He can just it. commentate. Yeah. All right. Anything else, boys, before we hop into the stories? Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah. The New Jersey Deli is worth like two billion bucks. So we're going to follow. What do, mean, what do you mean by that? You How's said that? that? The, so you said that on the floor, man, Friday, patreon.com, five bucks a month. What, what do you mean it's two billion dollars? Uh, I mean that they're kind of figuring out the market valuation and it's not a hundred million. It's more than a hundred million. So just hang in there. We're going to we're going to revisit that story because I know it's a hot one in the hive. Well, now I am worried that we're going to get rubbed out. 
like a hundred million. <laughs> yeah, two billion. Now, now all there's no bigger game. fish. Like there's international gangsters involved now. Yeah, but other news outlets are reporting on it. Yeah, but we're like calling the Molinas, like you know, out and being like, "Look at this punk with his comments." And no, Molina, he actually came in. He, he, he apologized. He, yeah. We we shook hands, made up in the old YouTube comment section. Yeah, love to see. He it. wants to keep us close so he can rub us out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, let's hop into it. We got a bunch of stories, voicemails, and reviews at the end. But up first, it's the Daily Buzz. And at number five is Lizzo. Uh, She's releasing nude snaps now. So uh, anybody who wants to follow her on Snapchat, go ahead. And it's all about body positivity. Here's her quote. She says, it's not a political statement. It's just my body. When you see it, keep it pushing. Keep that same energy that you keep with all the other bodies you see. That's what my body normative really means to me. I'm here. Don't say anything. It's not a statement. It's my body. So good for Lizzo. Um, Let's get her a Fat Boy Summer shirt. Yeah, <laughs> big time Fat Boy Summer vibes. Oh. Yeah. She'd probably rock it. I, she would. Yeah, Fat Lizzo's awesome. She's she, awesome. She, she, also, she needs to watch the Yuri interv- interview because oh, Yuri yeah. Tolachko, big time body positivity guy. He He's likes, all about. He that. likes big women. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, also related, but not exactly related. Fat Wolverine was trending on Twitter because people were calling Ted Cruz fat Wolverine. Cause he kind of <laughs> looks like fat Wolverine. Uh, but here's what the, a good tweet describing the reaction to that calling Ted Cruz fat Wolverine is so disrespectful to Wolverine and to fat people. It's a compliment <laughs> that he absolutely does not deserve, which I totally agree. Uh, Hashtag yeah. fat boy summer. So yeah. Fucking Ted Cruz, man. Yeah. That's what's trending in the fat world. Number five. Number four, David Dobrik. Uh, you guys remember this YouTuber? Uh, no, I don't know who he is. I, I, I tried to like look him up today. No, I have no he's clue. He's a 24 year old YouTuber. He's got, uh, you know, tens of millions of followers on YouTube. He's kind of a douche nozzle. Uh, he's trending again because uh, the guy who he almost killed, uh, who's in his vlog squad, finally released the footage of, of like uh, of what like. Uh, made him be upset with David. And I think Bubba's about to play that for you. Um, we can kind of talk over it, but he's he's narrating what happens here. His name's Jeff Wittick. Um, so what is he? He's tied to a string, a rope but he, that's tied to like a... Yeah, and there's... there's, there's construction some, equipment. That's, that's correct. Around a lake. There, there is some uh, audio to this. And so what, da- what Jeff's saying is that... Oh shit. So I grabbed the fucking rope and I tried to make a goddamn funny video for people. Oh, that's too dangerous. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, so Okay. So he so crashes Jeff, into the into the What did he the, think was going to happen? So, yeah. David, yeah. so David was driving the crane and the crane was whipping Jeff around that was uh he was on a rope attached to like the the head, like the the digger part of like the mm-hmm. bobcat, and then he was just whipping him around, spinning him around this like uh, shallow lake, and then the dude ended up falling like onto the equipment and then breaking his neck and his but face have requiring they never, surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have um, they never played like tetherball? Like when you go around enough, like you're gonna come towards the middle. Also, mm-hmm. like have they never seen like a rope swing where if you like don't let go, you're gonna come towards back towards the trees or the like the like the yeah. at some point unless they were going at the perfect exact same amount of speed. That was going to end how that ended. Mark, that yeah. you should teach physics because that, like, that was a pretty good explanation. And it, it is true. I've been in a situation like this before. 
that uh, I guess Dobrik was in. First of all, you can't get mad at Dobrik because he's, well, your, he's, your he's also he's also allegedly <laughs> he's your sexually assaulted his employees. Um, he's yeah. a big bully. Um, there's a lot of uh, bad things about David for Dobrik. that. Yes, but guys, well, if also one of for you guys this, was... he almost ended his friend's life. Yeah, it was guys. almost like a manslaughter thing. It's Bam Margera behind the fucking wall. Okay, all right. So explain to me why you should be mad. Did David come and be like, "Hey, here's my uh, heavy machinery license. I'm qualified to do this." No, or no, David was it a bunch was, of assholes David messing was around driving the machine? From the very little I he found could out about see what he was doing, David Dobrik, man. in the ten minutes I did a research of him, he's like that piece of shit friend that stays sober and gets all of his other friends drunks and then and then completely <laughs> manipulates them and puts them on the rope and then drives them to their death like he that that's like basically what this guy does is he oh uh, he's a com- he's a complete loser yeah. he's a fucking asshole and all of i'm his, not saying he's not a loser his vlog squad is, is all turning on him because he's such an asshole yeah these he guys stay, all he stays sober up. and gets all of his, these women drunk and then his friends rape them uh, and then he's like, oh, Jeez. the vlog squad. Sorry, I'm sober, though. But I'm, I'm sober, so can't blame me. I'm a nice guy. He's not a nice guy. I mean, it's like being part of like a Hollywood stunt crew where like no one knows what they're doing and then getting pissed when you get injured. That on is set. true. The vibe yeah. was very stunt crewish, And he's just like the big dickhead who uh, is taking advantage of all of, of all these like sort of foolish. They were uh, all getting paid. They're all there to fucking do not as much as David. I guarantee you that he's Geppetto. Like, very, very small amounts compared to David. Number three, uh, the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act uh, passed in the Senate 94 to 1 uh, with Josh Hawley being the sole <laughs> opposing vote. Uh, it's a bill that just prioritizes hate crimes against Asians within the DOJ. But Hawley insisted this was just too much open-ended power to grant to the DOJ. Uh, and then the Internet buried him in a pile of tweets wishing ill upon Josh Hawley voting against it. Well, so. why why are you going to be the one? Why are you going to be the one in that? Like just he's taking a stand. Drop line just, in the wa- sand. He wants attention, right? Like right. Yeah, it's attention. Yeah. And for sure he wanted that quote. He wanted yeah. he wanted me to just say that right there. He yeah. got Do it. Do you think he was maybe like just first? Like he 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 thought that everyone was going to be like, "Yeah, some pork and beans right here, right?" Yeah, like, what fuck if everyone Asians. tricked him? Right? Fuck these Asian cats, right? And then <laughs> yeah. Right, it's it not was- like a spending bill. It's like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's stopping hate. <laughs> <laughs> Too much pork and beans. Ugh, it's like leave a lot of room for hate. It's like the Asian hate cases just like go through the courts faster now. Like that was like the bill. Okay. Anyways, yeah. He, he, there's a reason he's the only vote against it. He wanted the attention, and he probably could have voted for it. Number two. Uh, speaking of Congress, D.C. statehood passed again in the House, and now protesters are headed to Senator Joe Manchin's houseboat, almost heaven. Uh, to scream at him uh, and try to get the bill to pass in the Senate uh, that would turn the city into a state. And speaking of D.C., we're going to stay there because Biden unveiled the first tidbit of his new tax plan, and he wants to push uh, through 43 percent capital gains taxes for the top bracket. That is effectively doubling um, capital gains taxes and ensuring that I'm not selling my house for at least four years. Yeah. You in the top bracket. <laughs> you know what I took is capital losses. No, I, uh, yeah, mm. I, I think I think Pat that um, capital gains. I'm not sure how they'll be applied, but when you sell your house, it's probably like, you know, I don't know. It's I, I'm not I'm not taking any chances with this. Well, aren't people saying, <laughs> as you hinted at the top of the show, where like that maybe this is why like the crypto market crashed Correct. and a bunch of stuff because like, stock market as all well. All the people that have all the power and all the actual crypto, the not, the top one percent that own ninety percent, were like maybe we should get a lot of it out. There's a lot of articles begging people not happens. to sell stuff, right? Now. Right, but they want to yeah. sell before this goes in. So like, correct. Yeah, 
So there's a lot of articles begging people to not sell things. So I'm sitting there with my gambling winnings and crypto watching them go away. And I'm like, but I made the right gambling picks. And then so, yeah. And they're like, the tax man cometh. Number Mm. one in the buzz today, fellas, is Ben Shapiro. He posted an insane Instagram story in defiance of the Home Depot boycott by some churches in Georgia. Um, And I hear it. Bubba, just roll the clip. This is the number one resistor in America today, Ben Shapiro. All right, as you can see, I just went shopping at Home Depot. You should do the same. This wood, this board, this magnificent piece of poplar is now mine. Mm. So he went to Home Depot and he bought a single small piece of wood and then put it in a grocery bag. He didn't want his dainty hands getting splinters in a bag. <laughs> Yeah, so if anybody's ever bought wood before, it's not a typical purchase there. Uh, you wouldn't necessarily buy a single small piece of wood to do anything um, from a Home Depot. And you certainly wouldn't put it in a grocery bag um, if you're about to go take it to the job site. Uh, yeah, anyways, he was getting dunked on by everybody because he's obviously never been to Home Depot before. Uh, also, <laughs> Logan Paul guys- is Floyd Mayweather, uh, Maybox in June. And that's the oh. What's up, Wes? You guys Lowe's guys or Home Depot guys? Oh, Home Depot all the way. Really? I'm a Lowe's guy. I like I don't know. What the fuck? I'm is also Lowe's? a Lowe's guy. What? Home Depot. Home Depot shits on Lowe's. Lowe's has got nothing. No no locations and their prices are higher. You know, I I don't I know could, about all that, but I could go either way, but I'll tell you what. Better. On the road I live on Lowe's is 10 feet before Home Depot. Which it is, is. A big, which is a big factor. That's that's probably why I am a Lowe's yeah. guy, Mark. Lowe's is the, such the Lowe's left. Lowe's <laughs> yeah. is such garbage. You know why I love Home Depot? Because I don't know about this about Lowe's, but I know that you can take anything to Home Depot and they'll take it back as if you bought it from Home Depot. Like they'll just their return policy is so friendly that I just I, I, I did like, buy I, a I can't grill. I did buy a grill from Lowe's and um, they uh, uh, were mean to my wife and I in terms of the customer service. They went yeah, straight. To, fuck they, went, they went straight. They went straight to the rich old people that were buying the nice mm-hmm. grill. And like gave me and my wife no time, so we had to wait forty five minutes to get the grill that we already knew. While they, I've once the old couples asking wow. a billion questions, and I was like, "Can you just bring this fucking grill to the front?" Sounds they, like you need yeah. to try Home Depot. Maybe. Don't do it. Maybe. All right. Well, hey guys, have you ever had a bird shit on you? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody has, hasn't they? Like direct. Yeah. 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 Some people do it for pleasure. Okay. What? Uh, what? Happened at a golf it. tournament one time to me. You got walk- shit on during a golf tournament? Well, no, I was I was I was walking around oh. a golf tournament and uh, yeah, bird shit on me. Had bird shit on me the rest of the day. You yeah, yeah, that's that partly why I wear um, it's good luck. tighter shirts now because I used to wear boxier shirts, the Hanes beefy tees, and you get uh, shit on all the time. Well, bird shit, and it it uh, it was like honestly, it was like a once in a lifetime. It was like a hole in one for the bird. It went down my back. No went, way. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Speaking I've of only ones. got it on just like on the shirt or the shorts. Yeah. Interesting. Like, that's, that's crazy. I've not you've never been, been, birds no. never shit on you. No, my, my story is like the hole in one. Like uh, one time growing up, a group of birds pooped in my driveway and there wasn't um, any cars in there. Cause it was like, I was playing basketball. Like when I was growing up a lot. So I'd make my parents like park on the street and then woke up, <laughs> woke up in the morning, woke up in the morning and like uh, 50 birds had shit. On the backboard and right around the hoop, like it looked like all of them flew by and tried to make a basket, which was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it was like pretty clear. Anyways, uh, that kind of is kind of what happened. My story is kind of what happened to a very unlucky family in Burbank, California, who was enjoying a nice spring day outdoors together, hanging out in their swimming pool when a low flying plane went overhead and dumped its entire load of waste all over their deck and yard. Oh, my God. 
Wow. That's gross. I love this already, man. Yeah. So that must have been an accident by the plane, right? They didn't mean to. Well, yeah. you know where it wasn't yeah. an accident, Will? When Dave Matthews' band did it uh, from their tour bus through a graded bridge, and it landed on a bunch of people who were on boats <laughs> underneath the bridge. <laughs> oh. So looks, I don't know. That was like, on purpose. I don't like know if this was on purpose. Uh, that's a commercial plane, mind you. This wasn't a, like crop dusting from a small plane because this family's home is directly in the path of the Burbank airport. Uh, really put a damper on the afternoon, or should I say a dumper? At least it was higher-end dumps. <laughs> well, you wouldn't want to get LAX dumps, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. but you got like, you know, like Lou from Illinois' shit on your deck now. Not at yeah. Bob Hope International, bro. <laughs> you can smell it, too. No. Yeah, you can. That's an <laughs> Illinois shit. It was a Sunday afternoon when, to the horror of the Steinbergs family, Droplets started approaching them, starting off as tiny specks at first and ending up as big brown gloops all over their property. Uh, all of a sudden, we smelled this horrible stench. Oh, sorry. All of a sudden, we smelled this horrible stench, 11-year-old daughter Ellie Steinberg said. Uh, yeah. Family friend Gianna said, at first, I thought it was fertilizer from the neighbor's yard that made us all gag. But upon closer examination, uh, we all realized it was... Uh, the new lawn ornaments were definitely stinky, stinky human waste turds. So pretty bad. Pretty bad day for the Steinberg family and their friends that they had over to the pool. So how did it only hit one house? It didn't. It didn't hit only one house. It's just yeah. they, they only interviewed the Steinbergs. Uh, the matriarch, Michelle Steinberg, said, I've done a little bit of Googling since it happened, of course. And people say, oh, they can't dump. That's not how the system works. But there could be leaks. There could be cracks. There could be problems in the plane. So ideally, they get whatever is wrong fixed so it doesn't happen to anybody else. Uh, because, yeah, they, had, they really ruined this family's time. I mean, I don't know shit about aviation, but... My guess is they can dump because you're talking about a plane flying through the air. It's magic, right? And like we've all seen every movie ever where there's an issue on a plane and like we got to lose some weight, right? Like the you know that happens. The first thing you're gonna want to lose is the the human waste Mm -hmm. uh, bouncing around. They also say the planes can't crash, right? And you know sometimes Mm -hmm. they do. Uh, I'm sure they can hit a button. Uh, Uh, I hope no one's mouth was open. Yeah. <laughs> oh, why not? At that point, you might as well just, you know, yeah. You get in your drown, eye. Just drown yourself yeah. in the pool. Um, you, you just murder your children. Yeah, imagine your wife and kill yourself. <laughs> you just walk walk straight to the airport, climb the fence, and just, like, get in a fist fight and, like, with someone at the, at the airport. I don't know. Um, yeah, it, uh, I mean, imagine if you had, like, a kid who just, like, was obsessed with shit and was, like, running around the yard playing with it. Throwing yeah, it in exactly. The kid the, and the dog, the kid and the dog are covered in yeah, shit and running it through the house. Rolling in it. Oh, Wait, shit. Will, are you proposing that a kid would like be a kid who like likes playing with shit? This is his lucky day. Yeah, he's like he, he's it's, like yeah. Okay, like he like fucking sprints out and starts running around. It's his shit. lucky day, but not. That's the other a people's. never scenario. The scenario is possible <laughs> that like the kid like could not know it's shit and play around, but like the idea of a kid like no, loving shit it. and then he smells it. The kid's like standing in his house. He, like he's at the slide door he's like sniffs it he's like oh that's shit and he sprints outside and he just starts hucking it at people maybe that's why the family moved to the yeah. airport uh michelle took it a step further collecting <laughs> some samples 
to send in so the Burbank airport could examine it. And they said, uh, yeah, we don't examine poop here. Man. Right. <laughs> they write a letter Sorry, to man. everyone that was on the flight in yeah. question and ask them for samples right, that they can cross-reference. Right. They're like, no, man, we're not going to examine the poop you brought in from your yard. Uh, they're like, well, we, what we will do is pass it to the, to the Federal Aviation Administration who said, oh, yeah, we're going to get right on that, confirming if the shit you sent in, in is shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> It'll make it real easy for you to sue us. Yeah. You know what? It is shit that you said. Uh, <laughs> apparently, apparently it was a splattering as the, Stein, <laughs> as the, as the Steinberg's yeah. neighbors also got hit with the turd tsunami, Will, but they just didn't really want to talk about it that much. Like yeah, the they Steinberg's, didn't want to put their names out Stein, there as the people that yeah. got shit on by an airplane. Steinberg's couldn't <laughs> shut up about it. Right. Uh, they will look up every time an airplane goes over them. Now. Oh, they gotta every move time. PTSD. <laughs> they have to move. <laughs> you could haunt that family so easily. Yeah. Uh, I have a theory. I think someone unleashed an unbearably stinky shit on the plane. And after God knows how long of the flight attendants and the back rows nearly fainting, someone pulled the magic lever you're not supposed to pull, <laughs> thinking they were close enough to the airport that they'd get away with it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe because they couldn't bear the thought of having to clean the bathroom in the 20 minute turnaround before the next flight took off. And they just were like, we got to dump it now. Uh, I mean, it seems like what you're describing, Mark, if there was a lever, it would get pulled a lot more often because because it seems yeah. like there's there's no accountability here. There's 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 no recourse that this family can well, do. Well, how and come it's they haven't be, identified the airplane? I'm it's sure got to be have, sweet right? if you're they a pilot were, and you're frustrated were. that day and you accidentally hit the lever. You know, you, so it would Pat, happen more. Often. I think that like it's an automatic firing of every like flight attendant if it happens so that they give you like the horror story like this story is going to be the story for the next 20 years right because like, they're going to identify get the you want to get fired like the Burbank crew yes. but like the, the shit was so bad that they didn't care there's no way they're not going to identify this plane and oh, these yeah. and these fucking people on the airline are going to they're going to yeah, the, the the Steinbergs are not letting it go, right? I mean, no, no. they're collecting the no. shell. The Steinbergs not are go. not letting it go. No. Yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're fucking shell? taking no this. Way. Yeah, no. but I'm they're making a trip you. to Home Depot, getting some supplies. Good luck selling that house, too. They're gonna have to cement in that uh, pool. Oh, it's yeah. like someone got murdered there. They There's said they they said they washed property it values. You're right, down. Pat. They said they rinsed it off with the hose, but they're like, we need a much thorough, more thorough cleaning. It's well, not you got to get some bank for this out of the airline for sure. Well, that's what they're trying to do. But at least a fresh paint out like a coat, coat of paint and and roof like yeah you, like Wes get, said it was Lou from Illinois and it was so bad in the air that they had to get rid of it and now it's all over their property uh guys you know what they they probably should do is uh brush their teeth and chew some gum after that story yeah you know everyone knows you need to brush your teeth and you're supposed to floss for oral health but did you know that chewing gum can be a major tool to support your oral health well quip quip gum that is a few short years ago quip reinvented the toothbrush for the modern age they've done it again this time for chewing gum not only is the gum delicious with a long-lasting mint flavor but it can prevent cavities if chewed 20 minutes after eating and it comes in a super sleek travel ready dispenser you can get in five colors and in metal or plastic in addition to gum packs, Quip also delivers fresh brush head floss and toothpaste refills every three months from $5. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the misery of in-store shopping. Five million miles use Quip products because they're incredible. And if you go to Quip.com slash factor right now, you can get a free plastic dispenser with any refill plan. That's a free dispenser at getquip.com slash factor, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash factor. You can also find the Quip electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and more in the oral care aisle at your local Walmart. Quip, the good habits company. Nice. nice. All right, guys. This one comes from Matt Pellegrino uh, out of Italia. 
I don't know if Matt gets any of that Pellegrino or that mineral water money. Hopefully he does. But anyway, uh, guys, they say you should find a job that you love doing. You'll never work a day in your life, right? That's the saying. Or better yet, you can do what 67-year-old Salvatore Scamacci did. Uh, find a job that still pays you even when you haven't shown up for 15 years. That's, pre- that's probably better. That's better, right? That's amazing. Yeah. So for 15 years, Salvatore Scamacci, now dubbed the king of absentees by the Italian press, who lives in uh, Catanzaro, Italy, which, by the way, is located on the uh, Mediterranean Sea, kind of on the ball of the foot in Italy's boot. He, uh, he, he wandered the beautiful streets and beaches of Catanzaro, walking past shops and restaurants each week. And he would go to his mailbox and collect a paycheck from the local hospital, where on paper he still worked, but hadn't been there since 2005. What? Okay. He's like a Big East football player. Well, and how would they not notice? And they... Okay. Well, here, here's what he did. Hmm. So he used to work for the Arnaldo Pucci Chiaccio uh, Hospital in that city as a safety officer. But after Man, a while, he said, meh, not for me. So he stopped showing up and decided the best way to keep getting paid from his female director uh, was to use the age old method of threatening her and scaring her to believe she would be killed if she told anyone of his absence. He, Whoa. Of his absence. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of coercion. You're going to say I was here. Yeah. I work every day. <laughs> How? What time did I show up? Uh? He intimidated somebody. I was the first one in and the last one out. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Yeah. It's For fantastic. Him. Yeah. So yeah. as authorities described the suspect's absentee abuse started in 2005 when a distinguished person allegedly threatened the hospital director and warned her not to file a disciplinary report against Scamacci. And she obliged. And uh, when she finally yeah. retired, she mentioned nothing of Scamacci's employment. And he just kind of slipped through the cracks because uh, the other uh, the, the new guy just didn't care. So he just didn't <laughs> check the paperwork. So, like, they had a fucking pushover and then they had an idiot yeah the, in charge of this hospital. hospital yeah and terribly run hospital and he's cashing the checks he's oh. cashing the checks he's cashing the checks to mama uh, mia this yeah, is a mama bad mia. look for italy yeah. oh. <laughs> he's cashing the checks <laughs> to the tune of almost six hundred and fifty thousand dollars from the hospital over uh wow. over the over the years so a complete investigation uh the cops called operation part-time was done and he is now being charged with abuse of office, forgery, and aggravated extortion in connection with the scheme. Oh, uh, so they're up on it. Oh, they're, they're looking. They're looking into uh, you know if anyone else in the hospital, probably the payroll department, might have had to oh, been on well, the scam as well. Threatened them too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of threats. I would yeah. check the whole town. Who's this? Who's this notable guy that was like yeah. out there threatening? That must. That sounds like it was a mobster. So like, yeah, of okay. course that was a monster. Oh, say okay. his, name, so say his name again. No, no, Scamucci. No, no, no. But his Salvatore. His, his yeah. friend though was like the notable guy, distinguished, who made yeah, a, yeah. a distinguished gentleman mm-hmm. who made yeah. a threat against the hospital. Oh man, there's probably a, they got to clean up this guy's mess. Yeah. So, but hey, not, yeah, he a, what a, it's a great run, you know. It's good for years. that guy. Yeah, but yeah. now he's in jail though, right? Yeah, you yeah. could tell on me, but uh, is it worth uh, not seeing your family again? Yeah. <laughs> Would you take jail for 15 years of? payment yes, no work prob- probably right how long how long are we talking jail he's was? 67 now so i mean his best years are behind him um yeah i mean he had, yeah he had, he had 52 to 67 just f- scot-free just at the probably beach just getting paid probably just mm-hmm. drift off into the ocean and drown at that point before you go to jail you had a good wow. run 15 years yeah yeah it's like the patriots so. you know yeah everything comes to an end he's also pretty sneaky he could just go on the run yeah i mean he's got the, the cash Somewhere. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
he could steal. He could convince the hospital, give him a body to right. frame as his dead body, and then he could, you know, and look at the cops. Yeah. yeah, I got a feel good Friday story, guys. Oh, nice. very nice. good. So strap in. A Western Illinois man who lost his father back in 2016 honored his dad and former bowling buddy by filling his bowling ball with his dad's ashes and then bowling the shit out of a perfect game mm. with that ball. Hell yeah. Uh, look at that. So, when interviewed, John Hinkle Jr. said, quote, it was like there were two of us bowling that day. <laughs> so yeah, when you showed us a picture of the ball, he's pointing to a black dot. Was that the ashes? Inserted? That's the insert, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, yeah, you guys might be sitting there saying to yourself, yeah, that's cool and all, but isn't it selfish to leave a trail of ashes of a dead man on a perfectly rolled bowling lane. Mm. And that's what I was thinking. But it turns out that this former NCAA bowler uses a special two-handed technique uh, that doesn't utilize the thumb hole. So uh, Hinkle filled that thumb hole with his dad's ashes and then sealed it up. I'm guessing his father was a smaller man. Um, so he added weight to the ball and cheated. Well, well I mean, wow. I, I guess, you, I mean, how much does do ashes weigh? I don't know. Relatively uh, light, I think. But I'd like well, yeah, to see yeah. added like weight the, to the ball. They're pretty light. Well, it's like corking your bat. Yeah, it's like corking your bat. It's not yeah, baseball. He corked, he corked the ball. I'd like to see. I'd like. Yeah, I'd like. I think they need to do uh, some some research into this ball. Has this score been verified by the asterisk. American Bowling Association? Yeah, 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 guys. And I, the guys no. bowled like a fucking hundred perfect games, right? Has he just he, didn't want to say that because he didn't want to take away. How many college champions have bowled perfect games? Oh, dude, if you good, you bowl a perfect game a week. Yeah. No, no chance. Yeah. Absolutely. Wes, back me up here. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you are a collegiate level bowler, you have absolutely bowled a perfect game. I would I would feel like. Yeah. With a corked ball. It's like 12 strikes in a row. It's not that hard. 13. Okay. That's what it 13. Is. Whatever. It's not that right. hard. What do you want? He didn't say 12, it was yeah, like 12, two of us right. bowling that day. I made that up. I've bowled uh, a 240. There's no way that these guys aren't bowling perfect games. Yeah, that was really rude, too, because your son bowled like an 89. That's right, Will. And you, you just kept pouring <laughs> it off. 240. <laughs> what a score. Were you looking around to see if anyone else was watching you? I knew they were watching. I didn't yeah. have to look around. <laughs> He's like waiting until people get back with their drinks and, and food. Uh, Hinkle did say, guys, it's a special day. Dad shot some 298s and some 299s, but he never had a 300. That's uh, cool. I like that. Uh, oh, wait, but, so he's, he one-upped his dad? No, he, he gave well, his dad a perfect his dad game. finally oh, got the perfect game. Oh, oh. Well, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. It's still. A it's a feel good Friday story, you pieces of fucking well, no, shit. What are we talking about? Shit and fucking well, uh, I mean, Ben Shapiro great. so far in the show. This is good. Roll with it. Look, they, like, yeah, roll with it. I get it. Yeah. I'm going to put yeah. my dad's ashes in a golf ball and get a hole in one with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You keep golfing until until that ball goes on. What if you lost that ball keep, to the lake? Yeah. Keep slapping him around. <laughs> I was like, Your what dad's is this guy? Testicle like? ashes. Just like, like dad, I, like, he liked to do somersaults. He liked to get dizzy. Yeah. What yeah. do you do with the rest of them? All right, guys. Yeah. Anyway, it's Feel Good Friday. So sure. that was pretty nice. That's um, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Because one more thing. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless services starting at just $15 a month, I thought, what's the catch? But after we talked to them uh, and we use their service, it all makes sense. There isn't a catch, guys. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. So there's no middleman, retail store expenses, overhead, all that noise. 
that get passed down to you, the customer, in the form of mystery fees. Mint just passes on sweet savings direct mm. to you. And guys, we're talking about swapping out your SIM card, keeping your same phone, keeping your same number, and paying like 10% of what you probably pay right now uh, for the same coverage. Why wouldn't you? All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. So try it, and if you don't like it, get the money back, but it's like no money anyway. So $15 you, yeah. a month is like literally nothing. Yeah, right. So, guys, you can just switch to Mint Mobile, get the premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. Why wouldn't you? And if you want to get the wireless plan for just 15 a month uh, and get the plan shipped to your door for free, all you got to do is go to mintmobile.com slash hardfactor. That's mint, M-I-N-T, mobile.com slash hardfactor. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month, mintmobile.com slash hardfactor. Yeah, Jesus. 15 bucks is so cheap, you just can immediately pick up, like, another habit that you just, you know, or get another phone. And well, start- yeah, I mean, you got to save yeah. up right now with all those taxes coming. So you want right. to switch to Mint so you can pay taxes next. You're year. not in the top bracket. Depending Will. on the Pat, habit, he's doubling you, it. It's crazy. Depending <laughs> on the habit, you could pick up a couple. You could. It's a good thing. You could. Yeah. Smoke right. Is it? And it's not good else. for my home yeah. sale. That's for sure. Check into it first. You have a lot of upgrades, um, guys. Perry Peacott of Washington, Missouri, is a man who really loves a nice view, uh, and when something obstructs his nice view. He gets very angry, and when Perry Peacock gets angry, he breaks uh, out his chainsaw and gets to work. And that's what he did when 150 trees were ruining his view of the river. Uh, he fucking took the trees down. That's okay? why you have the guy with the chainsaw. Behind that's him. why I got the, ch- got the chainsaw. That's not Perry Peacock. I just couldn't find a fucking <laughs> picture of him. So that guy looks like he's never held a chainsaw in his life. The guy behind you. <laughs> Fifty trees. He went to Home Depot. Huh? He got carried away. He got carried away. So here's the news story. Uh, I'm just going to play for you guys. Fox 2 follow-up tonight for you. People in Washington, Missouri tonight are reacting after a man is charged with cutting down more than 150 trees on public and private property. This crime angered so many people when it occurred. I just hope justice is served, really. (laughs) Court documents reveal 160 trees were cut down, 123 on city property. The other 37 were (laughs) eliminated from railroad property. The city went out and got an independent tree service that went out to appraise the value of the trees. It ain't yours, you don't cut it down. (laughs) You should have known better. 56-year-old Perry Pico is charged with two counts of felony destruction of property. Anyway, you guys get the idea. Oh, man, I hope so bad that he's the new guy. I hope that he's the new guy that's like, I'm going to move to Missouri, and I'm new in Missouri, and I love Missouri, and I want to see that river uh, and doesn't fucking understand the culture. Yeah. I don't get it. But, I don't know. He, well, I mean, that's but it's the culture everywhere is that you can't cut down trees on not your property, right? Right, right. Yes. but especially in places like Missouri, Oregon, Washington. Well, so why was he cutting it down? He just wanted to see that. I don't know. He was on meth, he, right? Because it was meth. So according to his defense, um, he's in the, in the police report, he said, quote, a lot of trees had overgrowth, vines and things like that. He felt a lot of those trees were going to die anyway. So he went there and cleaned them out so he could have a better view of the river. Um, and those trees were on public, uh, the city land and also, uh, the Pacific union railroad land owned part of that. Um, so they estimated they had the, this, this tree service company, this Hanson's tree go in and estimate the fucking, how much these trees cost. They said that the, the, the trees on the, on the public land were valued at 40 grand and the other 37 owned by union Pacific were 17 grand a piece, so, right? No, uh, like total. total for the lumber oh, trees are value. so expensive. That's surprising that it's that yeah. cheap. 
that. Yeah, I, I was it's probably it some shitty that trees. Is. Look, that's yeah. a shitty defense. What is he talking also, about? Also, like those trees really, how do they, can they say that's the value? They weren't going to sell the wood. No. That's like, that's a, that's a little bit ridiculous. I think it's just say you, you defaced public property and you have to. Right, like, right. Like it's ridiculous to say like, oh, he, char- he ruined 60 grand of trees. <laughs> I mean, 150 like, trees. He cut, down, he cut down trees. That's it. Like, yeah. it might I mean, what do you think was going to happen? There's 150 on... trees he left in his wake. Right. Like, yeah, what are they going to do with a lot of trees? That's also a bad view of all these trees laying on the ground. Uh, like maybe they gauge it on the people's uh, angry reactions. Like that guy, Rick. That was twenty thousand dollars worth of anger from the guy in the truck. Like you yeah. could have, you could have just gauged it off of like the locals wanting to kill him or not. Like depending yeah. on, yeah. I don't think the locals really cared. I think that when you go with someone and you ask them about how they feel about someone cutting down trees, it's like you got to be like, yeah, it's terrible. I don't um, know. I don't know. But Peacock it's a says psycho he, move. Peacock says he didn't know the rules, but he knew the rules. It was just a whole lot quicker to do it this way versus go through the city and, and get all the permits he needed. He just he just went down there at night with his chainsaw and took care of business. So he didn't all right. what? Okay. So what? Yeah. What? also <laughs> if you have to cut down 150 it. trees on two separate properties, maybe your house just isn't on riverfront property. You know? Like <laughs> yeah. maybe you just bought a lot that just isn't riverfront, man. If you have to cut down 150 trees to see the river. I'm he... not even convinced that he was that his house was no, the view. No, it doesn't sound I think, like it. I think it's. I think he just didn't like these trees because they looked dingy yes. and dead, and he was just like, "Oh, I'm he's just saying the... like it's shitty looking he's trees." That I crazy, don't... Will. Yeah, yes, yeah. that he like it was near his house, but it's yeah. like on the way to his house, and he oh, was, like, I thought a he was like, lane. Oh, I thought he was like cutting it out so he, he could see a body have of water. Said, I was on drugs, or these were a fire hazard, or anything besides the fact that I don't like trees. Yeah, yeah. it might. It might be the house. I'm not sure. He's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's a psycho thing to do. Yeah. Um, All right, guys, let's get a voicemails and reviews. If you're new to the show, here's the deal. If you leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read it verbatim as long as it's not racist. Wes is our racist fact checker. He'll make sure that you don't try to slip any racism in there. Don't try. Don't Uh, try. Don't don't try it. He's like the sheriff. Uh, And then we have racist or no. What's that? It's not racist at all. All Wes has told me that the Florida flag behind me is borderline. So I got to watch out. That's true. You're on his Be list. careful. <laughs> we also, guys, have a voicemail number. It's 512-270-1480. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Questions are encouraged. But let's get into voicemails first. Bubba, could you please play the first voicemail? Hey, guys. It's Jason here listening in upstate New York. I've been a listener for over a year since when the pandemic was raging on. I got to take Wes's side on this with not giving up organs for donation. When my mom passed away several years ago from cancer, it was revealed that she was, I'm sorry for the pause there, that her organs were no good. So if you have cancer and you wind up dying from it, your organs aren't going to be good anyway, so what's the freaking point? So i got to take Wes's side on this one. Anyway, I enjoy the show, and as I'm recording this voicemail on a Friday, have a great fucking day and a great fucking weekend. Yes. Oh, yeah, great fucking weekend. Smart man. Thank you, yep. sir. And there's an anecdotal uh, example of why uh, organ donation is not uh, worth it. Right, Wes, because uh, you could have perfect. cancer and then it Because I be will working. get cancer and it will oh. destroy my organs. Okay. Yep. Well, okay. okay, next voicemail. What's up? This is Bob Apps, a.k.a. Bob Apps. Uh, just checking in with you. I haven't talked to you in a while. Just wanted to say what's up. Um, let you know that, uh, things are going really good in my end. I uh, got a new job and smoking a lot of weed. Uh, I will be celebrating fat boy yeah. summer 
despite the fact that I'm only about uh, 165 pounds soaking wet, That's okay, Bob. skinny as a motherfucker, but I will be celebrating Hell yeah, hard. Bob, and uh, yeah, just checking in, saying hey, letting you know that. Love the podcast, still loving it every day. Um, and fuck me, fuck. Uh, <laughs> okay, I gotta go. Been pulled over. I don't know what for, what feeding or anything, but uh, wish me oh, luck. No. Uh, Hopefully, oh. I don't. All right, guys. Um, oh, no. That was going so well. That was Robert Apps, uh, longtime listener, uh, huge appetizers guy, which really surprised <laughs> me that he's 165 soaking wet with the amount of apps he well, goes no, to because that's a lot of fried food. Because he's, he's a light eater, right? He eats a little bit at a time. That's why they call him Bob Apps. He that's has right. appetizer sized portion it's all a, the time. He says, he says, bring it out with the entrees. Right, let me get the mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But, Bob, we hope you're okay. Hashtag free Bob apps. Yeah, free um, Bob apps. What the what fuck, the man? Fuck? Bob yeah, apps is also selling. what happened. Yeah. Also, Bob, if you didn't get, like, uh, really busted there or murdered uh, by a fake cop, uh, then and you have some money that, you know, you didn't get a huge ticket, can you buy a uh, Fat Boy Summer tank? Because oh, we need tanks. skinny guys repping the Fat Boy Summer tank. The tanks. Well, everybody should rep the tanks. Yeah. Especially that new one, the island theme. That's Ooh. right. Send in some pictures of you once you're out of jail, Bob. Yeah, I'm going to make tank. mine a tankini. Uh, all right, let's play the next one. Hey, boys. It's RG from Dallas. I just caught up on my last, like, week and a half of Hard Factor and I put it on the hyperspeed. I suggest you all listening to yourself on hyperspeed because you guys really can talk. And uh, it was pretty interesting to listen to. But I'm really pissed off because the whole Dogecoin and Pat gave that little tip about crypto going public last week. So this is why you should listen to Hard Factor every day. Just had to call in and let y'all know that I fucked up the bullet. and yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm tuning in every day from now no, on. You, no. Again. <laughs> Have a great fucking day. Good. So the reason I want to play this one. She dodged a bullet. Crypto, yeah, we, crypto shot the bed this, besides the one day she's talking about. Yeah. Doge let's talk still, about that. Still, Doge is still a great buy if yeah. you had it at five cents. Ah, yeah. Uh, not good. Uh, I'm not as uh, – Concerned as Mark is, but the market's not been good. Well, I just got out, so I'm not concerned anymore. He's out. Okay, let's play the next. Well, voice yeah, now. no, Mark's doing the doing the. Hey, I don't want it to be capital gains taxed. Everybody not can the understand bracket. that. I took my gambling money that they doesn't took. affect Mark. It was a 10 percent uh, crypto fine because I waited and hoped the market went up, and then I lost my 10 percent, and then I took my 90 percent of winnings and left. There you go. So people don't uh, like but, double taxes. It's going to put a little damper. But on listening this. to us on two X is a great idea, yeah. uh, which is like, yeah, for me, it's like four X with the amount of Adderall I'm on. Um, One so, of them yeah. goes three X, right? Because I think Spotify goes two and a half podcast. Oh, goes man. Yeah, yeah. Get the news faster. Yeah, hmm. yeah I, I can't even imagine. I've tried to listen to us on speed up before. I know what she's talking about. I mean, uh, you've got you've got a strong mind if you can follow that, Ryan, because I can't do it. I can't you guys want you guys want to try to talk fast. really you guys want to talk Let's really stop. fast for five seconds and then if that if you listen to that five seconds it's going like five times if you, you guys want to talk really fast we're going to record five times. <laughs> Whoa, that's heady. Next voicemail, Bubba. Hey guys, calling out in California. So I know I'm a little late on this because it has been a week since the Masters and everything, but PFT talked about on part of my take one time about you guys 
quitting your jobs during like uh, March Madness and then finding another job after the ma- Masters. Now, I personally just quit a job. What is the funnest way you've ever quit a job? Just asking. Like me, I wanted to, uh, you know, I just quit because it's my family's company and fuck them. But I love you guys. Talk to you later. Have a great fucking day. <laughs> fuck you, dad. Oh, that's awesome. Kyle's hilarious. So, yeah, uh, we were talking about this earlier in the week, right? Like, I mean, we've quit jobs in our 20s. I, I know I have. Uh, you know, I mean the and, fun. The fun. Wes has the funniest quit. Yeah, um, what? Let's do, let's do that one. Yeah, I think the best yeah. quit though is always when you get to tell somebody off. Like at that personally. But yeah, Wes, tell tell your quit story. Well, yeah, and it's a story that that PFT claims is his own. But the bagel when we all lived in Charlottesville, <laughs> uh, there was a bagel place that hired me, and I walked into my first day, and it was you know six a.m. and the line was out the door. And I said, and I said, no, thanks. And I turned around and didn't even start my shift. Did, did you even go? Did, did you even have the shirt on? Did you have the? Uh, dude, the I don't bo- remember. Bodo, I remember. Bodo's I remember. Bagels. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I forget that. Yeah. Bodos. Bodos. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it looked uh, like it was going to be a very busy job and it was six in the morning and I was like, I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> they had the best egg sandwiches. Yeah. People like their Bodos. Yeah. And, and yeah. I love that day. I remember I was like, uh, Wes and I were in this apartment together and we had just both moved to that city. And I like come out and like Wes is just like chilling, like eating breakfast. He's eating photos. He just got in the drive-through line. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm here. Uh, uh, that's great. All right, fifth and final voicemail, Bubs. Hey there, guys. Colt from Iowa. Uh, yeah, name's not Cole. It's Colt with a T. Uh, you know, T Pat. It's what you're low in. <laughs> Anyway, sorry about the health message last week. Realize now, probably not the right audience. My bad. Uh, you know, you guys got a good platform. You can spread a good message. That's, you know, sorry about it, though. I'd like to apologize to all the Lizzo fans out there. You know, maybe we can make some type of rule for Fat Boy Summer. Do one thing a week to make yourself better. That's fucking hard. That's what the hive's about. I don't know. You guys can discuss that. But, you know, Pat, you're okay. you're in your mid-50s, dude. You got to start taking care of yourself. You got a kid now. I want to see you guys doing this for a long time. You got to start, you know, just taking care of yourself, man. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. Have a great fucking day. Especially you. <laughs> Bye. Uh, ooh. Oh. Colt. 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 Colt brought the heat. Yeah. Didn't, he, didn't he have me. another voicemail? Maybe, maybe you're gonna play. That was it, the one last week where no, yeah. no, last week where he was saying we, we, we busted on fat. him. We yeah. said, "Why are you guys doing Fat Boy Summer?" I thought you were right, doing right, Fatathon. Right. Like, what's with? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so he's proposing. Yeah. I, I like I like one good thing a week. That's I don't fair. mind it. I don't mind yeah. it. So so the the rule we got out of him last week was no portion or unit shaming slash don't be a dick uh, right. because because people felt like the, his message was a little strong. But yes. I think that maybe Colt's gonna be responsible for two two rules here. Look at and that. The next one would be I don't know if you should if it should have to be a workout, but how are you how do you how, what do you, how would you phrase that to improve It's like the philanthropy portion of being in a fraternity, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um it's not a lot. It's just a little something uh for you or but your it, community. But it's not a treat. Treat somebody else maybe. Yeah. Yeah. What if you, or yourself, but yourself would have to be no. healthy. Well, but everything else is about treating yourself. Yeah, I know. I think I think I think it should be I think it should be like one 
um, exercise oriented. It could be walking, but like one one time a week where you you take the stairs. Mm, I'm gonna smoke one less cigarette. That a week. that works. That works. I kind of like where you where you do something nice like and you and you get someone else like like you buy like a homeless guy like a small McDonald's fries. You ingratiate him into the indulgence and the living that your best summer well, and you're also feeding maybe him. Maybe it's you three know? rules then. Maybe Spring it's, for the maybe large, Colts man. He's homeless. Three rules. One, you know what I mean. Better yourself once a week and one you have to do something philanthropic once a week. Maybe yeah. so. The, I do know that this calls for rule number seven. I don't think we've uh, we've struck it in stone yet. But hey, we're going to talk. He said talk amongst yourselves. We got we're going we're gonna to figure this out. But everybody be on the lookout. Be thinking. Submit to us your ideas of self-improvement for Fat Boy Summer. There's the also self-improvement rule. There's also a above one rule, like above one, like that, like you, we're going to have this list of rules, but like the golden rule is going to be like, you don't have to do fucking anything at the rules. Well, I think like, OK, it's called rule, a day. rule <laughs> number two is relax <laughs> slash yeah, chill yeah. out. And right. I think that that's you don't like, need to like check on the rules, you know? Right. Well, that sort of supersedes the other ones. Yes. Shirt optional. The first two rules, shirt optional and relax slash chill out. Those really take precedence. And then the rest of them are guidelines for how if to have a great to. fat boy summer. Exactly. Right. So there you go. Uh, all right, guys. That was voicemails. Fun group. Really enjoyed them. Mm. Let's take it to reviews real quick. Uh, Bubba, if you wouldn't mind putting up the first review, that'd be a delight. Uh, this is from <laughs> Kurt Frang, and uh, the title is Movie Snob Pat. Five stars. Pat, you remade the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Stop acting like some highbrow movie producer. Been listening since the first show. Keep up the good work, boys. Yeah. Kurt Frank is hilarious. <laughs> it. He has it's, no respect for Texas Chainsaw. It's not exactly mm. Casablanca, right? It's like, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what do you guys say it yet? Yeah. Oh, oh Kurt. It's a Kurt, horror Kurt, remake. Kurt. What That's have good. I been acting like a highbrow producer? I feel like if I was yeah. doing that, I would have sexual assault charges against me. Uh, no, Kurt, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not my first movie. Won't be my last. You could do a little research on me before insulting me. Nice. Uh, but you're talking to an Emmy nominated producer, you asshole. Uh, <laughs> when was the last movie you made, Kurt? Oh no, yeah, Kurt. Kurt better. Kurt better have made a good movie. What if it's like? Yeah, what if, what if, that's good. If yeah. it's better than mine. That's what if fine. it's like Michael Bay's Burner? Here, we'll do this, Kurt. Why don't we put yours against mine at the box office? Okay. okay. What's your biggest yeah. box office hit, Pat? It's going to be the fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> no, my biggest box office gross to date is like two grand for two-step. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. That movie was good. Well, two-step, it was good. I, I still would say you could put that up against like 99.9% uh, of society. They don't have- Hey, 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. That's in the 90, 90% percentile, right? Yeah, like and uh, New York Times critic pick. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. From South by Southwest, not a big deal. Um, Shortlisted for Venice Film he's Festival. Still, it's he, not, not a big deal. He's still got you pretty good. Yeah, so- uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. yeah keep talking about the movies. I'm sure Kurt's yeah, you're, not, you're, you're not loving you're it. proving his point a little bit. <laughs> okay, Kurt. Yeah, just turn on any streaming service and you can find one of my movies, Kurt, but that's fine. Bubba, the next one, please. Uh, six stars from uh, nice. Raj R. Klotz. Uh, hey, nice. if you like my review, and I hope you do, this is a Wes. Uh, uh, Wes, can you actually read this? Hey, if you like my review, and I hope you do, there's no one that does it better than the news circuit uh, buzz buzzing well, in the news circuit buzzing. I, I watched it. A few words there, but the first <laughs> Jesus <one>. Christ! <laughs> wow, that's why I had to do the. That's why I had to do the ad uh, Jesus wow. eight Christ. times before I did it. That <laughs> was like a sentence and a half. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Let me see it again. <laughs> hey, 
If you like my review, and I hope you do, there is no one that does it better in the news circuit. There it is. Buzzing. Nailed it. There you go. Hell yeah. All right, next review, Bubs. Okay, this one is from uh, State Department 1515. Great show. Five stars. Please don't have Kate Barstool on again, though. Her, quote, analysis added literally nothing to this discussion about Afghanistan. I appreciate her service, but she didn't describe the situation well and just kept asking why we were there to begin with as if it was a rhetorical question with no real answer. That's Uh, bullshit. He he didn't even he didn't listen because I asked her that question and she did give an answer about it, about what what she was told. And uh, maybe it's because she just had a baby and it's really fucking tired. But the yeah. idea behind it was we wanted to hear from someone who was actually over there to comment on how weird it was that they were just kind of ending the war and what that felt like for veterans who served and uh, feel like, what did we accomplish? That was the idea. Well, look, we appreciate yeah, all our fans, and I'm glad this guy likes us. But Kate Barstool, I believe, has been on more than even PFT, and of course she'll be back. So Yep. Yeah, and it'll be a funnier topic when she comes right. back. Yeah, for sure. We'll talk about furries with her next time or something. Some yeah. One of the mm-hmm. other good topics she likes to yeah. talk about. That one was just right. I, I think Pat's explained it well. We're trying to get a literal boots on the ground impression. I think that impression, though, and your review, you're like, oh, she didn't really unveil much. Well, she did. Her her point takeaway from the interview or from that discussion was There's that not much I don't think unveil. nobody knew, right? There's like, not much. No, yeah, like, nobody yeah. really understood the directives or what the mission was. And that right. was, I guess, sort of the point. And it's ending after 20 years. And we still don't know why it's ending on 9-11. So, right, right. Uh, you know, it's a big fucking question mark. And, you know, maybe that's the context that she was providing. Um, yeah. So. And uh, we don't watch loud movies with gunfire at the house because of it. So oh. I'm suffering, too. Uh, so no and next. Bay. Next review. Guys, thank you. This is from Nodak54. I found you from a guy from Fat Boy Summer on TikTok. I'm so thankful he showed me you guys. He's the one who sent me the link to the podcast, and y'all are hilarious. That's thank amazing. you, Nodak54. I can that. tell you right now that uh, the one of the voicemail leavers, Colin Phillips, that's definitely him. Uh, I think it's Colin. Yeah, it's got to be. Oh, he's a big time TikToker. So if you're on TikTok. And a big time F Boy Summer. Fat Boy Summer. He's just, he's doing, he's doing cannonballs into the pool constantly on TikTok. Fat Boy Summer it up. So if you're on TikTok, which I should be on more, uh, hook up with Colin Phillips because he's just, he's, he's repping Fat Boy Summer all summer long on TikTok. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, Bubba, where are we at? We got any left? That's it. One more. Uh, okay, this was from J Money Mac Daddy, the best daily news, five stars. Longtime member of the Hardo Hive. You guys are honestly one of the best, most unbiased news shows that's out there. I like the diversity from Commie Pat to Repub Marks. I think we read this oh, last we did week. This did we? One. Yeah, we yeah, did. We did. Oh, okay, yep. Um, and that's going to do it for Hard Factor. Thank you guys so much for listening. We very much appreciate it. Hashtag Fat Boy Summer. Don't mm. forget that. What was oh, that? And, oh, I'm sorry, Mark. Go ahead. What, what did you just say? Hashtag what? I said ha- hashtag Fat Boy Summer. Okay. Yeah. What did you think I said? No, send I just us want, your pics. I want you to say it again. In your gear. Yeah. Send us heads. Okay. Send, when you're when you're hashtagging Fat Boy Summer, you got to send us pics in the shirt optional. That means either the gear on or off. You're just you're holding it in your hand. Uh, send us pics of you relaxing and chilling out with the hashtag Fat Boy Summer. Uh, treating your Thursday like an extra Friday. Grilling something at least once a week. Being warm outside um, and not being a dick. <laughs> Is it look? Is it is it lame to have a hashtag Fat Boy Summer T-shirt? Because I would rock, I would rock that. Just like a, a hashtag and then Fat Boy Summer. Do they make hashtag T-shirts. We yeah, could. Well, they is did. It, yeah, uh, I think that's what got played out. But we could bring it back. Maybe mm. We can. Or or maybe we could finally make the gift shirt. 
that PFT always talks about. Oh, what about a hash browns, Fat Boy Summer? <laughs> <laughs> now delicious. we're talking. This what is if gold. it was a hashtag made of hash browns? Yeah, yeah there you go. Boom. Hashtag yeah, like made of hash four browns. hash browns. Holy uh, shit. Hash Bubba's browns. Oh, Fat yeah. Boy Summer. Like the McDonald's style ones. I love it. Yeah, oh, McDonald's. Yeah. Have a great fucking weekend. See you later. Yeah.